Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Live, presented by Kaleida Health. Hour number two on a Friday. Chris Brown, Steve Tasker with you, and joined as we are every Friday by the senior producer from NFL Films, also co-host of ESPN's NFL Matchup Show. It is the one and only Greg Cosell. Greg, how are we doing here on a Friday? We're doing great, guys. I, I stayed in my suit today because I'm wearing a new suit, and I just kind of liked it, so I figured I'd leave it on for you guys. You look like a Very million nice. dollars. You look like a, a 1950s head coach on the sidelines. Good for you. Well, there you go. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> well, I guess, I guess Steve all needs that cigarette, right? You know, That's right. That <laughs> and, or a fedora. Yeah. A fedora and a heat. And a That's right. Day. A fedora and a cigarette, and I'd be good to go. You are, you are the party. <laughs> Perfect, yeah. Uh, yeah. Greg Cosell's weekly segment is presented by Scott Lawnyard, an official commercial site work partner of the Buffalo Bills. And, and let's begin here. I know we touched on some of this last week, Greg, with respect to, you know, the Jets and the matchup here the second time around. I don't know if you saw this. Reggie Gilliam is out for this game. I saw that. The Bills yeah. played about 10 plays at 21 personnel the first time around. We're anticipating if it has to be somebody, if, Coach Dorsey wants to still use 21 personnel with a quote-unquote fullback in there, that it would probably be Quinton Morris uh, that would take the role. But as you mentioned last Friday when you were on with us, we are just as intrigued with the use of the pony package last week against New England. And I think it's a good look to use against this Jets defense. What do you think? Uh, Yes. And in fact, you could go back to – the, the first matchup when they did use the pony package and cook win ran a wheel route in the high red zone. And he got on top of safety whitehead. And that was the play in which Rankins had a sack and a forced fumble. I don't know if you remember that specific play, but this past game against new England, they had 13 snaps with the pony package. 12 of them had cook and Hines. Um, now they were running plays for the most part, uh, but they've had 10 days now. And they could certainly expand and enhance that package as they go forward because that's something that the Jets have not quite seen a whole lot of. No one really has except for, you know, they used it this past week. Uh, but the Jets didn't see much of it week nine. So I wouldn't be surprised, Brownie, if you saw more of that. Obviously, Hines now being here with extra time for practice. 
Both Cook and Hines are really good receivers. You could well see that. Why would that be a good matchup? Well, number one, Steve, I think you have to. Then the Jets would have to decide how they want to defend that from a personnel standpoint. Because if you're playing with two backs, let's say in three, let's say you're playing two backs and three wide, you know, I think they go nickel. If you're playing two backs and one tight end with Knox, do they go nickel? Do they go big nickel, which they played snaps of using Parks as the third safety? Do they stay base and keep Quan Alexander on the field as a third linebacker? That becomes the first question. And then the second question becomes, how do they match up to it? Are they playing at zone? Are they playing at man? Who matches up to whom? You know, these are all questions that they'll know the answer to the Jets. Obviously, before the game, none of this will be done on a whim, but it's just something they, they then have to pre- prepare for and practice. The last few weeks, the Bills' defense has faced quarterbacks that, for the most part, stay in the pocket, not yep. second reaction throwers, as you like to say. No. Would Mike yep. White fall into that category as well? Because it seems like when a play gets off script, it's more often than not he doesn't make something great happen. No, I would say, Brownie, that Mike White's not a statue, but he's not a second reaction player. Yeah. <clears throat> And I think what has shown up in his two starts uh, is the fact that the ball comes out. He doesn't get stuck in the pocket. Um, He seems to have a relatively refined sense of timing, which is probably the way he was brought up in the game as a quarterback because he's not an exceptional athlete. Um, I thought in the two starts, and I know he played last year against Buffalo and it didn't go well, uh, but that's a year ago, so who knows. But in his two starts – He knew where to go with the ball based on the route concept versus the coverage. And the ball pretty consistently came out within the structure of the play concept. That's the kind of quarterback he is. And I think that's the kind of quarterback he has to be to be an effective player. Give us an idea about his weapons. Who's his favorite guy? I mean, Garrett Wilson has really emerged (laughs) over the last few few weeks. Yeah, Garrett Wilson's a really good receiver, Steve. I thought he was, you know, I'm bad with lists. But if I had to make a list of the receivers coming out of this draft, this previous draft, I would have said from a pure talent standpoint, I had George Pickens, number one. Wilson may well have been my number two. I really like Garrett Wilson's game. Um, I think you can line him up anywhere. You could line him up at X. You could line him up as a Z, as the movement receiver, which they do. He's a really, really good route runner. He has a great feel for understanding how to get corners turned, how to get them off their spot. Um, and he's really good run after catch. I think he's a really good receiver um, and, and on his way to being one of the better ones in the league. Okay. One problem, though, that the Jets have had is converting on third down. They've been over 40% conversion rate just once in the last seven weeks, and that was against the Bears, the worst third down defense in football, and even then they were only 7 of 12. Um, right. What is the main sticking point for them on third down from what you've seen? Is it not getting in favorable down distance? Is it a pure execution issue? Is it pass protection? What is there an overriding factor there that you've seen? Well, I, I think, Brownie, you've got to just now look at the Mike White situation because, you know, Zach Wilson was was really, really bad. Yeah. Um, and. And I mean, I, you know, I say that honestly as a film study statement, not as trying to be personal. You know, Zach Wilson is at the point, unfortunately, where he's broken and he needs you need to start from scratch. But that's not relevant for this game. Um, so I think you have to look at Mike White. Um, 
you know, I don't know his numbers offhand. You, you know, you may know just the last two games yeah. offhand. So they went. My guess is. Go ahead. They went seven of twelve against the Bears, the worst third down defense in football. Yeah. And then last yeah. week they went three for sixteen on third down. Yeah, they were bad last week on third down. And you know, when I watched the tape, I didn't necessarily come away saying here's the reason why. I thought that that early in the game they really struggled. I thought their their pass game early was was tough. And then I thought that uh, late in the first half. You may remember this play because I know you looked at it. Um, Whitehead Wilson late in the first half, 18 yards on an outcut. I don't know if you remember that play. It was mm. it was really a, a big time throw, and I thought he then got comfortable in the game and he started to make a lot of good throws in the second half. So I don't want to use the one game last week as a reason why they can't convert on third down. Obviously you have to convert on third down. And last week's game was kind of odd because they sort of got behind pretty big and then they did come back and they literally had to throw the ball a ton in the second half. Um, one area, what, what, one thing they have featured on, uh, they've, they featured Brownie in, in White's two starts is play action. Yeah. Um, they've, there've been a lot of play action dropbacks and White's been really, really good. Okay. Um, He's 18 for 26 for 329 and a touchdown on, on off play action. And 14 of those 18 completions have resulted in first downs. So I think that's something you really have to be aware of because they do it a lot. And they've done it well with Mike White at quarterback. Well, certainly the Minnesota game last week was a little bit of an aberration because it seems to me the Jets would love to run the football more than they did against Minnesota. But they got you know Michael Carter, James Robinson, Ty Johnson. But Zonovan Bam Knight seems to be a newfound toy that they're kind of enamored with. Give us a little insight as how important is their run game in comparison to other teams around the league, and how are they doing in it? Well, I think – I agree with you, Steve. I think they would want to run the ball more. Last week, they got into a game where they were behind, and I think they felt like they had to throw. Um, so I don't think they want to play that way. Now, Knight, I watched him. He's a rookie from North Carolina State. Um, I didn't think he was a higher-level running prospect. Um, you know, he's one of those guys that's he's got good size. There's a, a physical feel to him. Um, I, don't, I wouldn't say he's shifty and elusive. I would say that he's much more of a strong runner with contact balance. You do need to get bodies to him to to bring him to the ground. Um, so you know he's not he's not bursty. He's kind of a one speed guy. He's kind of methodical. So I guess the way this game plays out will dictate how much they run the football. You know, if the game's close, I would think that they would want to stay with the run game to some extent. If the Bills can get ahead and they abandon the run game, then I think obviously. Knight or any any other back would not really be a big factor in the game. And to this point, we have not seen the corners for the Jets travel at all. They really like nope. they like Reed and they like Sauce where they are, and he's not afraid afraid to play man coverage um, and leave those guys on islands. Does I mean did, has that pretty much been consistent throughout um, the season, yeah. or have they? played, you know, significantly more zone in any one week? I think they play pretty much a number of things. You know, I don't think they're a, a high percentage one or the other. Um, I think they play a lot of different coverages. Uh, and I think that they're, you know, they're pretty comfortable playing that. I think they're more zone than man overall. Um, 
you know, that's that's pretty much the way Salah is. I would say that when you just look at it overall, they would be a a, a reasonably higher percentage zone coverage defense, Brownie, than a man coverage defense. Everybody plays man situationally, but this is more of a zone-based defense. I would say their defensive profile against pass would be four-man D-line pass rush, zone coverage. Not a high-percentage blitz team. They didn't blitz much in the Week 9 meeting. And you're 100% right about Gardner and Reed. Gardner plays left corner, Reed plays right corner. I remember before the last game listening to other people and saying to myself, I guess these people don't watch the games, saying, I can't wait for the Gardner-Diggs matchup. And you know what? Gardner ended up lining up over Stefan Diggs twice, and it was both times it was because Diggs went in motion. So he's not going to travel with Stefan Diggs. What did the Jets what were the Jets able to do in the last matchup that stifled the Bills offense? Um I thought their pass rush was a big factor in the game. I thought that they got Josh playing a little fast at times. Um, he wasn't as patient in the pocket as we've seen. Um, their pass game got a little out of sync. Um, you know, and Allen was out of sync. So, you know, I think that was kind of the first game where they really started to get Cook involved. And that's clearly continued. So I think we'll see how that plays out. Uh, but you know, I think for the most part that the Bills pass game was not really what we come to expect it to be. And I think, you know, we'll see if that's the case this week. As I said, the Jets relied almost exclusively on a four-man D-line pass rush. They didn't blitz much at all. You know, the Bills only gained just over 300 yards in that game. It was an odd game because they were effective on third down if you look at the numbers. Yeah. But Allen was not good on third down. So it was an odd game in terms of how they converted their third downs. And then just circling back to the pony package that we started with, as in, yep. you know, as much as they might want to run out of that, like they did last week, I think there's some some passing options that can be had here in the underneath areas, you know, against that second line of defense for the Jets. I mean, we saw it last week. Josh did not hesitate to go to the backs. I mean, Cook had six no. catches for forty something yards. And there were times where I'm saying to myself, that didn't look like a check down. I'm wondering if Cook was like the first guy in the read on a couple of them because he went to him so quickly. I mean, it's probably not the case, but I guess the, the point I'm driving at here is I think that's a good way, knowing it's tough for the Bills, or at least it has been for most of the year, to run traditional screens with backs effectively. I'm wondering if you know using them out of the backfield on quick release you know, passing routes can kind of alleviate some of the pressure that the Jets can generate. Well, here's what we don't know, Brownie. You know, those plays, what we don't know is this. When you when you when a team plays zone and, and let's say Allen takes the snap and drops back and then the underneath coverage retreats immediately to a pretty decent depth, we don't know if if Josh is told, hey, just throw the short quick throw to the to the back that looks like a check down. But if you're going to get 8, 9, 10, 11 yards, there's nothing wrong with that, particularly right. if it's first down or if it's second and six. And you know what? Maybe we start to pull those linebackers up a little bit. And for a team that plays predominantly zone, 
What then happens, and Steve, you know this, then you create that void between the underneath coverage and the deep coverage because the Jets do play a lot of split safety, so you start to get that void. So that's the one thing we don't know what Ken Dorsey and staff are telling Josh. They could well be telling him, hey, if you see those linebackers getting out of there, you know what, throw it to Cook, throw it to Singletary. We'll take the 9, 10, 11-yard gain every single time, and it may pay off as the game progresses. Right. Let's, I'm going to flip it around and ask you a little bit about the Bills' defense. Tredavious White's snap count is starting to climb as he gets yep. more accl- acclimated. How do you think that changes the back end of the Bills' defense? Well, I think it changes it significantly, assuming he's Tredavious White, because he's a really good corner, and so he's better than the corners that um, they would be playing with otherwise. So, you know, I think that helps a lot, and I think in this game that would be really important because the Jets – do have pretty good receivers. You know, Moore has been playing well. Mims has been getting some good snaps. Um, so I think that, you know, if Whites can play 40, 50, whatever the number of snaps, then that that's obviously a really good thing. He's a really good player. Um, I forget the number of snaps he played last week. I know the first game he only played 16 snaps, but I think he played meaningfully more last week. Yeah, it was over 30, I know for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then on the other side, We've seen Xavier Rhodes, the veteran pickup, get a lot more time. He got he certainly got a lot last week. Um, the Bills like long corners, and he is that. I know he's a ten year veteran. Um, yeah, but you mentioned Mims, and that's a big target. A guy like Rhodes is not a bad matchup for a tall player like that. No, no, and and you know again the, the Bills, you know, like for instance last week the Bills played predominantly zone. Uh, and they play both single high and split safety. You know, Rhodes, I think at this point in his career, is a really good zone corner. Yeah. You know, I think he understands how to play zone. You know, he's been in the league a long time. I think Tredavious White can do anything. Um, you know, I thought the Bills actually showed some nice com- combination coverages as well on third down where it had zone principles and man principles. I think you'll see more of that because – at the end of the day, I know White's not a rookie, but he's not started a lot of games in this league, and his whole game is built on getting the ball out. So anything you can do to just make that slow down, even a millisecond, even half a beat, is a positive. So I think you'll see some disguised looks, some some hybrid looks, anything that just perhaps makes him hold it. Uh, you know, obviously they were without Von Miller. Um you know, I think they can still rush the quarterback. Obviously, Miller is, is, is an all-timer, but I still think they can rush the quarterback uh, to some degree without Vaughn. You know, we got a uh, word this week. Uh, Matt Milano is questionable for the game. He's been, he hasn't practiced much, is dealing with an injury. Uh, last time these two teams played, Tredavious White wasn't on the field. Jordan Poirier wasn't on the field. And, of course, Milano was not on the field yeah, in that game either. Now, he may and not Rousseau be this got dinged and only played 15 snaps. Right, and Rousseau was yeah. off the field. So the how I mean, you're talking about forty four guys, forty percent of your starting eleven or thereabouts uh, that were not there. Where have you seen this Bills team evolve to from the beginning? If you can think about it, because I know you've watched you know 150 games of film, right, 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 right. Um, you know, from the beginning of the year, now that they've got you know when he's healthy, obviously Milano, Tredavious White, of course, when he's healthy, Jordan Poyer, now that he is healthy and back on the field, along with everybody except. Von Von Miller, you know, this is a much different team than we've seen at other points during the season, is it not? Um, I think every team evolves. I think, as you recall, in that first Jets game, 
The Jets really ran the ball effectively in that, you know, when they got the ball late in the game, uh, it was a 17-17 game. And they, I think they, uh, if memory serves me correctly, the first eight plays of that drive were, were runs by Robinson and Carter. So, I mean, it was an odd kind of game. It wasn't as if, and, and like I said, it was Wilson, not White, but it wasn't as if the pass game was killing the the uh, Bills. You know, I think everybody was surprised, Brownie. Wouldn't you agree? When on that final drive, when they ran the ball eight consecutive times, yeah. and I think they gained over seventy yards on those runs. It was a poor tackling runs. game. I remember Leslie Frazier talking yeah. about it being a poor tackling game, and Poyer, Poyer, White, Milano, those are probably three of your more sure tacklers. So having them on the field, hopefully, if Milano can go. And and by the way. You know, Bernard was the player who played for Milano, right. and I don't think he would be the player who would play this week, quite honestly, AJ if, Klein, if Milano yeah. can't go. It, it would be A.J. Klein. Yeah, right. And, you know, I remember watching that tape and thinking to myself, because Bernard played almost every snap, if not every snap, thinking to myself, God, he really looks small on film. He looks like a safety. And I thought he played small. Like, I didn't think he was a factor in the run game. Right, and you're right, AJ. We're thinking the same thing. We've discussed it. AJ Klein would be the next guy in if Milano, if Milano can't go. Another guy that's out this week is probably is Jordan Phillips, the big defensive tackle. Yeah. Now the Bills, I think he rotates in, so it's hard to say what kind of percentage it would change things because Daquan Jones and Ed Oliver and uh, Tim Settle have been pretty good down inside themselves, but with an extra big body like like Jordan Phillips rotating in and not there this week, it might be difficult to see a substantive change in the the run defense they've been able to put out there in the last couple of weeks. Yeah. And I agree with you, Steve. I mean, look, you can go back to that last game. You know, I just looked at my notes and the Jets got the ball at their four yard line with 753 remaining in a 17, 17 game. And I guarantee that there were a lot of bills fans and maybe even you guys that thought, Hey, they're at their four yard line. This defense will hold them. They'll get good field position and the bills will go on and win and win the game. And then they had, eight straight runs for 73 yards, three runs of 10 plus yards. So that really turned out to be the way that game played out. You know, it wasn't as if the Jets just killed the Bills defense, but in that moment in the game, they could not stop the run. And I think that's where Bernard was, was a factor. Like you said, Steve, Brett, I think Klein would, would, would be the guy if Milano can't go. Greg, thanks as always. We appreciate it. Enjoy the games this weekend and we'll catch up with you next week. All right, guys, appreciate it. Thanks. Thanks, Greg. All right, that's Greg Crosell, senior producer from NFL Films, also co-host of the ESPN NFL matchup show that airs on the weekends on ESPN. We have to take a break here because when we come back, we'll be joined by a Wall of Famer in studio. One Daryl Talley is on the scene. He joins us next here on One Bills Live, presented by Collider Health. It's Buffalo Bills Radio. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.